crazy. Mike just turn around the 180. And we are back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. My name is Justin Belanger. I am your host. I hope you are enjoying your week. Or I guess it's only Monday, so I guess you're enjoying the start of your week. Uh, I know we are. I know I am. When I say we, I mean everyone here at High Button uh, Sports. Uh, today on the podcast, great guy, great guest. He actually works with us now, uh, Jordan Mills. If you don't know who Jordan Mills is, he's been around the lacrosse community here in Nova Scotia for as long as I can remember. He's uh, he's refed me, and now he is actually re- being our writer for the Halifax Thunderbirds here uh, at High Button Sports. So he's been a great addition to the team. So I thought it would be a great uh, conversation between between excuse me him and I. So I thought it would be good to bring him on the podcast, talk about you know our experience for these Thunderbirds games so far and not even the NLL with the Thunderbirds just lacrosse as a whole here in the Maritimes and what we've learned from the sport and and what it's brought us um like I said Millsy's been roughing me since god since as long as I can remember uh and if you do bring up lacrosse Nova Scotia you know Mills is a guy that will always come up in that conversation so uh, it should be a great episode once again my name is Justin Boulanger we are talking to Jordan Mills I hope you enjoy you know what comes next here we All right, Millsy, we're going here. How are you? Good, buddy. How are what, you? I'm all right. What I was thinking was actually for the podcast is that we should have done it. I guess it's kind of harder, though, to bring all the mics and stuff, but up to the press box. It just would have been cool yeah. to do like a podcast up there. For sure. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because the conversations we have up there, they're cool because yeah. you, know, bo- you and I are both. Oh, we grew up awe. like loving lacrosse. So. Well, we're both, I think, still in awe of what yeah. we like get to do. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's been uh, it's been cool just being up there, like yeah, seeing everything that goes on, um, like the whole process of it, and getting to talk to them after and stuff. Like, it's pretty cool. It's yeah, like when people bring it up and they're like, "Oh, you guys, you know, you do the Thunderbirds game," and like, I'll, I'll act like it's not a big deal. Like, yeah, we do it, but like inside, I'm just like, "Oh yeah," like I'm. I'm yeah, this is Saturdays legit. are probably one of the most exciting things I get to do yeah throughout the week i mean we're around a professional sports team no it's not you know to the level of hockey or major league baseball or anything like that but it's a professional league and they do it they do it that way lower the mic just like a little bit there right there there you go you got it um one thing I'm also in awe with is just the skill level because you and I, you know, both Nova Scotia guys and we grow up and we see the lacrosse that's around here and it's, it's not compared to what is in the NLL, obviously. Well, anywhere no. in the world is not compared to what the NLL is. Yeah, for box lacrosse, for sure. For box, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it's just like how many times during the game are you and I just blown away? Just holy shit, did that just happen? I, I know, like some of the shots, some of the passes, the guys like, and the biggest thing too is like, they got two guys draped on their back like there's just they're catching it in traffic like that you know that separates a really really good player from just you know a good player like they they got three guys covered like they're they're catching the ball like it's yeah. the, the skill is is unreal well like that, that happened the last game there was a ball like up in the air loose yeah and like you know you're taught when you're young you don't really jump for balls because like your, your you're gonna ribs are gonna yourself, get just yeah the guy i don't know who it was he didn't care he just went up yeah, got the ball one hand. Three guys hacking away at him, brought it into his chest and got the ball back. Like oh, yeah. it was like it was nothing. Like he's done it a million times. Yeah, no, they, yeah, the like watching some of the play. Like you hear, like I follow across. You know, I think pretty pretty heavily, and some of the players that are playing that league that I've seen for a long time, and then just getting to watch them up close because obviously the teams travel here to Halifax now, yeah. and like it's it's been unreal watching some of those names like. You got like Miles Thompson. He plays for, for Georgia. We haven't we haven't seen him yet, but like um, uh, Zach Greer just played for San Diego. Like he played for Duke. Like he was really? uh, yeah. So I mean, some unreal talent that we get to watch too, just from the away teams too. And Halifax is, you could say they're the best lacrosse team in the world right now. Yeah, you for, could. I mean, in the NLL, I like five and zero. Man, like nobody. I I didn't expect that. And just from top to bottom, like their offense is unbelievable the way they move it around their power play um and then their their defense is just really really solid and then the goaltending has been unbelievable like he's a he's a wall what's his first name warren hill warren hill is he yeah. a young guy uh, i'm not sure uh, i don't think i think it's just like fourth or yeah nll season. i brought the roster up but it's, it's on wikipedia the wikipedia doesn't have the best i know like he, i believe he was on the former rochester team that was he came to Halifax but yeah 
don't don't fact check me or quote that. Well, nonetheless, <laughs> yeah, you and I always say too. You think of Vegas too, first year NHL going to the Stanley Cup Finals. You don't want to jinx anything. No, with the Thunderbirds hopefully going to the finals. Who knows? But if you think of a franchise that's coming to the city for the first time, and you talk about a marketing standpoint, they've been winning. Yeah. The crowds have been consistent. The product on the floor has been consistent. Oh, yeah. Every time, I know you said this as well, every time we talk to someone that hasn't been to a lacrosse game before and then they go to these games for the first time, oh, they leave with a sure. huge smile on their They're face hooked. or a, peach, a, a piece of merchandise as well from the team. Yeah. So when you talk about longevity of a team coming to Halifax, because, you know, like CFL is a, is a talk here and, yeah. you know, there, there's always talk about sports teams coming here. But if you talk from you know, a dollar bill standpoint, if you're an owner from another team thinking about coming to Halifax and then you see the Thunderbirds going out, There's don't get me wrong, yeah. winning is a huge part of that. If they're not winning, who knows if the crowds are, right? who knows right. if the crowds aren't going to be there. Yeah. But still, you got to be happy if you're, if you're the owner of the Thunderbirds, if you're Kurt right now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The product they're putting on the floor and, and, you know, they're doing things to, to get people in. I mean, they're doing the right things around the city. Like even, this is a small example, but like I was driving here on the way here and they've, they've got a huge um billboard on the back of a bus like you know they're it's just like i don't know that's little things like that they're going to the schools they're teaching the game in in the elementary schools you know they're they're outreaching to the people which is yeah. know, a good way to keep a a, a fan base right yeah. and they're also i was on uh, the you know the score app on your iphone yeah, i don't yeah. know if you have it they were yeah. on there too yeah they're Today, on there. it was just there yeah i saw that too and uh they've got the nll on the score app too like did you, you can, do that yeah, yeah like you can check the scores and stuff like yeah I you got to go that. into uh like ad leagues or something like that no way yeah i'm not gonna do it now no, but that, well, that's good to know yeah you can check the scores like it's not uh crazy up to date like the nhl would be like split second yeah like, goal wise but it's uh yeah you can get the final scores and all that you mentioned um they're getting out into the community i don't yeah. know when you were a kid but like when you went to school did anyone ever like was there was there, like everyone I think has that figure yeah. of the lacrosse guy like mine was Wayne Fink right, right like right. who was your figure well uh, in Dartmouth like well my my dad first and foremost like oh, he, yeah? yeah yeah he got me into the game um, and then yeah just showed me it from for the first time and then because he played he played uh, growing up around here oh yeah 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 and uh, and then he coached me a lot growing up. But uh, Bruce Hamilton in Dartmouth, I don't know if you know that name. No. Yeah, he did a lot for, like, keeping the bandits around. He's still involved with, like, the Masters and, and all that stuff. Okay. But, uh, yeah, and then just got into it that way. Like, at school, we you remember playing with the, the you know, the plastic sticks? Oh, the those sticks. Horrible. Those I were remember them, absolutely yeah. brutal. Yeah. Um, that's how I started playing because there was, uh, like, intercross, like, that you could go play i played it in in dartmouth like inside the when the floor was out or when the ice was out so were you playing before like yeah the like, league started yeah, were, yeah really just, yeah just well i mean it was an intercross league i guess if you can yeah. call it that we it was just like a an intramural thing i guess and oh, yeah. uh yeah we used the plastic sticks and that was brutal but like uh and then yeah got into it started playing like i think well novice and then peewee bantam i would have played against you well how old are you 28 just okay. turned 28 yeah i just turned 30 so we played against each other in junior. Yeah, yeah. We played we played against each other in junior for sure. Yeah. Um, maybe you played senior. Or you, senior for oh yeah, for like five years. Yeah, yeah. I played two, so I don't know. We definitely played against each other though. It's funny when you first start playing a sport. I remember being in elementary, maybe grade four. I don't know, grade four or five, and I remember playing hockey my entire life up to that point and then having to get new gear lacrosse gear yeah it was always a big thing with our group of friends like alex burke uh, yeah. jasper good when we yeah. all went to the same school rockingham and we always used to come to school and be like all right do you, do you have the shoulder pads okay now do you have the the arm guards do you, do you have the the rib cage like do you have everything to protect yourself yeah and i remember it always just came slowly over time because there was never any uh, there was never a hundred percent sure there was going to be a league. There was always right, just rumors right. about it. So yeah. whenever I came home to my parents, I was like, listen, mom, like I need gloves. Like I need to ha like, I need these things. But they're like, okay, well, is there a league going on? Like what's <laughs> yeah. high? It, was, yeah. it was always like a shady. No one really knew what was going on. Right. But then eventually when like the, you know, 
the the permission slip came out whatever to to play in the league and you signed you gave your money and it was yeah. official i remember just getting the full set of gear going to the game and even that first game i played everyone else too really had no idea even how to take a face off yeah yeah like yeah. The, the things that we were just so unaware of and this was northwest rebels northwest yeah, yeah, yeah. and the only other league the only other team i think was southwest yeah, i don't yeah, yeah. we just played against each other all year there might have been like a sackville team i don't know they probably it probably was dartmouth too dartmouth probably, maybe yeah yeah, yeah. But there, there was just, it was just such an area of what the hell are we doing out here? <laughs> yeah, it definitely like lacrosse starting out, or my experience yeah. of it was just like, like, is there going to be enough people to yeah. practice? Like, yeah. Definitely. And then you look at the league that's here, the NLL. Oh, it's, and you see the kids. The evolution of it has been unbelievable. Like, like lacrosse it, in Nova Scotia, man. I always say that it's going to be interesting since the team was announced here. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, like five years from now when it comes to registration. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I mean, definitely it's going to attract the kid who doesn't play. Like, if you're a parent, you know, and you, you don't believe in, or you believe in the, the multi-sport thing, right? And you're, you know, you don't want your kid playing hockey all the time. Like, why wouldn't you play lacrosse? Like, you know, it's, like, look at, you know. Okay, so I'll let, I'll let you go. Yeah. Well, I just mean, like, the, the hand-eye that it takes, the conditioning, right, the, the strength that it takes to, to play lacrosse. I mean, you watch the NLL, like, those guys are, are no joke for, for athletes, man. The only argument I'll say, I, and it sucks, but, but parents look at the physicality of it. Yeah, for e- sure. E- not even parents, just new fans. Like, you're allowed to slash a guy in the arm? Yeah. No penalty? No. You're like, what? Yeah. And I remember going to a Christmas party last year, and I was talking to a parent, and the, the guy, he had a son who was like, you know, four or five years old, and I told him I played lacrosse, and he just jumped to the conclusion of, oh, it's kind of rough, though, you know, you, you concussions. Yeah. Like, he just jumped to that conclusion. But that's the only thing. And that's kind of like... I can see... The fans getting to see the NLL now. Yeah, yeah. So it's like... Like, like we were talking about the, the refing, like the, the NLL that they're letting a lot more go than yeah. just, you know, your average Dartmouth Bandits versus Halifax game. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot more tamer than that. So if you can kind of get a, like wrap your head around the, the like positives it has lacrosse wise for your hockey development, you, you know, if that's the, the route you're trying to take, like have a, a multi-sport thing, um, lacrosse is, is unreal for that. Well, back to what you said, the the athletic ability that some of these guys have is second to none. Oh, man. Like, you and I take it for granted because you and I have played lacrosse for a majority of our life. But being able to catch a ball while you're running in a, in a little racket like that yeah. and be able to cradle it and then give it back to a guy, then run to this, you know, oh, a the pick hand and roll. coordination it takes to, to catch that on the on the run and, you know, in traffic. That's with, tough. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's like you. Uh, these guys probably practice. I You know, I don't know what their schedule is, but the amount of time they put in with their stick away from the game, like, or away from the rink, I mean, like, you know, off a wall or, and then in the gym too, like it takes, you know, try and go throw a lacrosse stick without throwing it for a year. You're going to, you know, these guys are off the wall every day with the stick and ball. I don't know anyone that's listening. If you've seen any of the pictures, there's some pictures out there of the guys walking to the rink and you see for the Thunderbirds when I say guys. Yeah, sorry, they have their, their, stick. their sticks are yeah. in their hand. They have their suits on. They're going to the game. Like all their gears down below, in, but they have their stick. But they have their stick. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle Jackson does that. Yeah. A couple of the guys do. I remember it was, like, it was kind of like a life lesson thing. It was actually Mike Laloon. Yeah. We were trying out for Bantam, AAA, Provincials or whatever, and it was the end of practice. And he was like, all right, guys, here's what we're doing. We're going to do some sprints, um, you know, at the end, some conditioning. Let's get our cardio up. And everyone's like, all right, whatever, all right, whatever let's go. And everyone kind of threw their sticks on the ground, like against the boards, like threw them. And the only guy to place his stick neatly and take care of it were was Andre's Andre son and, and Joe and yeah. when uh when Mike saw this when Mike saw everyone throw their sticks on the ground and kind of treat your stick like a piece of trash he goes whoa 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 everyone stop everyone yeah. pick up their stick and put it on the the board night nicely that's your stick that's everything to you yeah man. and it was kind of like a, a sign of respect and I'll never forget that lesson that you know the stick that you use is a you know the, that, uh, that's your baby the lacrosse stick like is, is on a different level with like sports like you don't think of like you never care about your stick that much like with a hockey stick you know what yeah. i mean like you care how you tape it and stuff but like your lacrosse stick the strings that goes into it like people don't you know realize you can't just like try picking up a stick out of just a, a cleaves or whatever and trying yeah. to throw with it i mean it's these guys take care of them every day the strings are kind of so and it's a like for a lot of guys it's it's a spiritual thing too they're, they're they got their stick you know the like the first nations community with lacrosse it's uh they're given a stick kind of when they're they're born and 
that's really yeah, I didn't know that. yeah so i mean it's uh they just you know they learn to take care of it like you said just yeah. you don't don't treat it like you know it's an extension of of them i didn't know that part like it was given to you as like a yeah that's, that's cool you know like because i mean obviously lacrosse is um you know an aboriginal game and and uh so there's a lot of history there a lot of roots so uh, you know you're given given a stick and it's taught to be kind of an extension of yourself so oh, yeah yeah I wanted to ask you, because I had to leave early last game, you did an interview with... Stephen Keel. How did that go? The Good. interview looked great, but like, what happened like before and after? Anything happen? Well, I mean, I, like, I wasn't really planning on... I, I was going to talk to uh, the goalie, because like, he did play unbelievable. The, rather, the outcome of that game... Like, we weren't... You know, it was 5-5 there. 5-4 yeah. for, for, for uh, San Diego for a while. And then the Halifax tied it up as you left like you you must have been walking out and i heard the cheers as i was leaving the door yeah so they tied it up and then keo just got a hat trick like right like right after that yeah he just uh three unanswered goals by him like a natural hat trick in like four minutes or something like that really yeah so that's who i grabbed the interview after the game and uh i just got a like it was about a, about a minute minute and a half but yeah. he got, i just wanted to you know elaborate on the last like you know yeah. quick three goals and that's fun like at the end of the day, you and I are fans. Like, let's be honest. Oh, like, yeah. we're yeah. there to work a little bit, sure. Like, but you and I are both fans, and we enjoy watching the games and love watching it. Yeah, talking to the guys after the game about what they think. Like, that's yeah, I do that anyways. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. like that's yeah. that's just that's like, just a perk. You just try and sneak down to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't even have media passes. Yeah, but no, they're they're awesome guys too. Like, you know, they they like Cody Jameson, he's, you know, given us a lot of his time absolutely for, for interviews. And he gives, you know, insightful answers on, you know, his like outlook on that particular game. And, um, and then, the, yeah, the last interview with Keo, I just grabbed him, you know, he got a hat trick, like I was trying to get him fresh off of that. So, yeah, it's cool to catch the emotion, like right as the game's done. Cause they're still kind of in it. Like they're breathing heavily. Like they're still in the emotion of the game and yeah. you can tell when they give their answers, they're, they're thoughtful, meaningful only because they're only 10 minutes removed from the game. Exactly. They're like passionate about the answers. It's kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was going to talk about the lacrosse and no, I guess we already did kind of cover that. The In Nova La Scotia. Yeah. And, but you, I, you mean like, um, the state of it. Yeah, I because guess. It, well, the state, like, like we said, the professional team's going to yeah. do wonders for it. But, yeah. uh, like me, like I ref, so I see a lot of the younger leagues. I, I do a lot of the junior A league. I've started to do some of the senior, which the senior lacrosse is, is good, man. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I like, left it like two years ago, but it was in a great state. Oh yeah. Like, um, the, uh, the talent that's in that league, like a lot of them are just ex junior players that, you know, yeah. don't really want to play anywhere else or have nowhere else to play so but the senior look like well yeah like you said you played you played for the orangutans orangutans yeah yeah they won it this year they did win it this year yeah like fawson's still running around out there with brad fawson oh yeah yeah, yeah he's, he's still there he's uh and he's like one of the better players in the league man yeah i don't he's got to be one of the most consistent players i've yeah. never seen him in a slump yeah no he you know he's always catching and throwing and he's got a i remember i was roughing the game I think it was last year, the year before, and he rifled a shot from the other end, and I was reffing, and like it hit me in the back. Like he was trying to beat out the thirty-second clock, like from the other end. I'm like, yeah. Anyway, it was like one second left on the clock. Rips it right off my back, like stung me, just oh. like look in the air, man, from from the other end, just and like as a ref, you're not, you know, you don't have <laughs> anything but a helmet now. And you used to not even have that. Like the refs didn't even wear helmets, but. Yeah, crushed me in the back. I was down for a bit. I was I was reffing with Sean Harrison, man. He like yeah. comes running over. He's like he used to, he calls me Jarden. He's like Jarden, by yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, man. He can he can shoot the ball hard, dude. Yeah, he can. He's got a shot on him. Yeah. You ever did you ever play? Did you ever ref lacrosse without a helmet, or have you always? Worn yeah, a yeah. No, like majority. I would say majority of my yeah majority of my refing has been done without a helmet. Like, no way. Yeah, we only started with the helmets. Uh, like two seasons ago so do you have to wear a helmet yeah now? it's like cla wide now so what made that happen someone got hit in the head i would say i don't know a specific incident that but i would say something probably yeah that's badass that you didn't have to wear a helmet for a bit yeah it was like for a while i couldn't believe it and then like some guys did though just because you like you didn't have to but it was yeah. allowed 
And then uh, I remember we got a notice about it, like, during the season that we, we weren't wearing helmets. And then we got a notice, like, halfway through that year that next year we were going to be, like, transitioning into the helmet. So I just threw it on halfway through, yeah. like, that season. And everyone's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, we got to wear them next year. So I just wanted to get used to it. But, like, I got a visor on mine. Not a lot of guys do that. You got a visor. Yeah, right? yeah. The, 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 the refs in the NLL wear the visor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I threw, I threw it on there. I just, you know, why not? Yeah. Was there any other sting from any other refs? Like, did was there other? I know no. there's not that many refs. And no, I mean, it's it is what it is. That's the the direction they were going. Like, I mean, yeah. like the NLL for a while, they didn't they didn't have buckets. Like way back, and now obviously, I've seen a couple bad videos on YouTube of refs getting stung in the head, and it's just oh man, you just you 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 fold, you cringe. I'm looking at that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's bad. Yeah, definitely. The the thing with uh, like the visor though, I just. You can't really, you gotta, you gotta wipe it down every every yeah. play. So like you know you're breathing out there heavy, and it's you know you're trying to see every little play that goes on. So I might I might look at taking it off. That was my only only downfall on that. But yeah, yeah. How do you take it? Oh, you gotta be honest. How do you take it as a ref when people are yelling at you? Because dudes is a ref and he struggles with it when people yell at him or a linesman, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't have the personality that could take it and just say two minutes. Like I take it personal. Right. How do you do it? Well, you just got to, like, I don't know, thick skin, I guess. People, you always hear that kind of thing. But it's like, I have an interesting stance on it. Because, like, if you yell at a referee, like, in in the stands, like, and, like, are, are genuinely yelling at him and, like, attacking him, like, you're, like, you're a piece of shit. Like, straight, so you're not, yeah. like, a good. So, like, that's kind of how, like, but if it's a coach and he's, a, like, in the heat of the moment, legitimate thing, and he's kind of, like, you, you got to, like, look at in different situations but um you just you just deal with it like they you know it definitely takes a certain type of type of person definitely but for me like refing a lot of the the junior and senior around here lacrosse wise like i would say you know i don't know 70 percent of it i've either played with or against or at some point um i like to think that i i do make the right call the most most part for the most part but uh when there is a, a screw up, like the guys let me know, but it's never the guys that I know. It's never like a berating of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that's, that's kind of why I like refing because like I got away from playing it, but uh, it still keeps me in the game, keeps me like interacting with the guys, but on a, on a different, different scale. Sometimes they yell at me. So that's the only, well, that's the only yeah. real difference really. There, there's a respect factor there for you too. You've been. Yeah. I played, I played, I played against a lot of them. Like, you know, from the moment I started playing lacrosse, like like Luke Parker, uh, yeah. like Johnny Gogan, those guys, like I grew up and those were guys that were older than me. And I was like, wow, these guys are like, these guys are good at lacrosse. And yeah. I like was just picking up a stick. So they, I look at them and we kind of have that mutual respect that we've, we both played the game and yeah. not a lot of guys really yell at me. Really. I, I, I do have it kind of, kind of good when I'm refing. That's good. Do you ever see any other refs? That I get, like, there's only so many refs. So when you say other refs, you and I are probably thinking of the same people. But do yeah. you see any other refs just not take it the right way? Uh, yeah. I mean, some of the, like... Like, if let's say I was a new ref and, you know, I was getting chirped at by a player and I just lost my shit and said, 10, you're out of here, even though yeah, the guy yeah. didn't deserve it. What would your advice be for me? Um... So you you th- you just couldn't. Like, I just couldn't take it. Like I was just too pissed off. I started yelling back at a player. I gave just, a guy a ten, kicked him out, even when he didn't really deserve it. I just overreacted. Like, what would your advice be for like a young ref like me coming in? Um, just kind of, you gotta like, in the moment, just think like, you know what, this is this is not the end all of like you know of everything. It's it's it depends on what the guy kind of. You mean he didn't really deserve it? Yeah. And you just gotta. I, I would go to an extent, like, I'm kind of like, I would take that home with me, like, in my, in my experience, like, yeah. if I've had shouting matches with, like, coaches or whatever. Have uh, you? Well, like, it, just situations that have come up during refing, like, yeah. in the junior league or whatever, like, I, I remember a certain situation with, uh, you know, Jay uh, Titchmarsh. Yeah. Yeah, so he coaches the Sackville yeah. junior A team, and Jay's super passionate, like, just, and he's done great things with that Sackville program. Um but he, uh, you know, I'm human. I've made mistakes before in refereeing for sure. And there was a, a game in Spryfield and I made a, made a mistake and, uh, it did like, it didn't cost them the game or anything, but 
you know, in between periods, like I went over to him and I was like, Jay, listen, like, you know, I screwed up and I apologize. And that was kind of, kind of the end of it. So I guess owning that, it. Yeah. And that would kind of say like, I owe you one kind of, you know, you know, like, and I guess that answers your question too. Like just try and own up to it maybe afterwards and kind of let that kid know that you tossed out of the game, that it's not personal. Yeah. And just sometimes other factors in the game are contributing to your stress. Yeah. You know, parents, whatever it may be. Do you think um, the refing in the NLL is going to trans? What's the word I'm trying to use? Transcend to like transcend to our refing. Do you think that'll? Because well, that's I, a question that's going to be asked about. Like I'll ask it now, but like that's definitely a question that'll be. I don't think so. Just because, uh, like, if I refed a junior A game, like the NLL guys refed, yeah. like I'd probably never ref again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it. Um, I There's don't no think moving that, picks. There's nothing. No, not like they. The offense is all like it's true kind of motion off everyone's yeah. in motion like yeah and um but yeah i i definitely can't let go the yeah. stuff that they let go in it and i try and let them play as much as i can i think the guys will yeah will tell you that but um i gotta call like if a guy cross checks a guy on a moving pick and knocks him over and there's no whistle in the nll like it's crazy and then I, yeah and then i go you know ref these guys and i don't call that yeah i'm not gonna I probably won't see many more games. It is insane how in the NLL, yeah, I don't know because I guess I've never really watched much lacrosse here. I've always played lacrosse. Like I'm not really going to a game to watch it. But right. you can when you go to the NLL games and you watch it and you see the the flow of the game yeah. and you see the guys don't have to second guess themselves. They just they know the balls in their stick and then the balls out of their stick and then they know where to go after. There's no second guessing. It's just one nice consistent flow of yeah. a game of lacrosse. It's beautiful to watch from up where we watch. Oh yeah, it, the, the view we have from up there and the things that we're able to see of the offensive and the defensive side of the game is. It's just something I wish I could have watched when I was playing a lot more. Oh, for sure. It, like, it's insane. Uh, yeah, I, I can only, well, I guess I can only imagine what the Thunderbirds would have did for my game, you know, when I was playing oh. or when you were playing. Like, the way they move the ball up the floor, like, the goalies, it's rare for them to see. Like, you know, you're taught, like, you know, give the goalie an outlet. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But, like, you still see that. But, like, for the most part, the goalie's, like, bombing it up the floor on, on a breakaway to the other guy. Like, yeah. Um, so the, the transition of the game, I think, is – that's what I think people are loving about Just, like, the, the fast-pacedness of it. Like, you know, yes, hockey is super exciting, and, you you know, it's you're, sk- you're on skates, you know. But this is so fast in transition and the way they score goals. Like, it's super exciting for the fans, I think. And the music and stuff they play. I mean, yeah. it's just a fan experience. Well, they're the I've I've always found the difference from lacrosse to hockey is the ball possession of lacrosse is a lot more easier to contain rather than hockey because oh, hockey yeah. it's a it's a puck and a stick and yeah. you can lose it by I don't I don't have to explain no but when you have a a ball in a net and you're able to to pass it and catch it and you're able to move at a pace that you'd like to move and you have guys that have played this sport for the past twenty years now putting their skill on display yeah it's it is insane it, it it's oh, yeah. just. Not even I'm not even talking about the shots yet. Like I'm I'm just talking about the passing plays where they're able to move off picks. And one thing I was mentioning to you, which I when we were at these games, is yeah. it's amazing how um, off ball play is able to produce goals. Oh yeah. I, I I remember when I was younger, coaches would always say to me, you know, like Justin, if you're on the left side and you're creating offense, you know, you could score this way. And I never really I did understand it, but yeah. I didn't understand it as well until I watched one of these games where you see the offside ball, the offside, excuse me, without the ball, running their picks, and then a guy's just automatically open by the crease or up by the point, and then he gets the ball in and then he scores. It's just... Oh, yeah. The the plays that they run, and it's crazy, they're all, like, they're those picks and, the, and you know, the like the off-ball picks, um, <sighs> those are all set. You know, they're, they're running those plays in practice, like you know, the guy down low on the off ball side will run up and pick for this guy and he'll get freed up and then the ball will come from the right side or, you know, and then the guy's wide open. And, and no one's stopping. No, like, like they're, they're constant feet. Like if your feet like kind of aren't moving, you're, you're not yeah. doing anything. Your coach will probably go yell at you if you're yeah. not moving. Yeah. Like there's always, and it's, it, it's insane their cardio. Okay. Like I understand your cardio has to be good to be a professional athlete, but yeah. They're always moving. There's no just standing around. Well, you think about like the D, because it's not like hockey where you know your line, yeah. your center, left wing, and right wing are out there for a shift, and you're two D, and then but like in lacrosse, the offensive guys like 
they have the ball when and they go out when Halifax has the ball they're on the floor and then it gets turned over and they run to the bench and it could get change the possessions could change two seconds after that and they send the offense back out so it's like you're constantly cycling through like a set of offense who's may not getting the rest that a hockey shift would get like you're you know you're always moving whether it's on the bench or you know because you're getting ready to go back out there for the next yeah. offensive set it could change in five seconds or 30 seconds or you know and if you're on offense you can get caught on defense and then you're absolutely fucked like yeah, you got to come back onto the bench maybe go back on offense right away because the guy that just got back off offense is, is gassed and then you got to go out yeah everyone that's played lacrosse know what, knows what i'm talking about when you just cut, get caught double shifting and you got to go you have no energy yeah you it's never good the uh and then you've got what's called like the transition players i think you know there's probably two of them, maybe one on the floor yeah. at, at most times. And yeah. he kind of plays both ends of the floor. But if you get, you know, one or two offensive guys caught out there, you're gonna you're in trouble. It's hot in the Scotiabank Center too. Yeah, it is, man. Like, you've ever played like a game of hockey in there, lacrosse yeah. or something? It's yeah. hot. Yeah. Like you're out there for a couple shifts and you're done. I couldn't imagine playing lacrosse. Oh yeah. And then you got the gray arena was like minus six in there the other day they said that's where they're practicing now eh? they're out there well the no the san diego team was practicing there when they came here oh yeah like but you said there was a basketball game at the yeah the the day Scotia before there was a, a basketball game okay so they couldn't yeah they must have gave them the gray but uh yeah it's like halifax yeah i don't think halifax goes to the gray much <laughs> do you uh have you not ever, to yeah no it's not, not to <laughs> shit on the gray but yeah, I like the gray. Yeah, great Dartmouth Arena. I always played well in uh actually no, I didn't play well in gray. I always played well in the Sackville Arena and I always played well in um Truro's Arena. Okay. You know, you, you, some everyone just has those ranks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like every time I went to gray, I forgot a piece of gear. I'd have to tell my dad <laughs> to go get it and he'd be yeah. pissed and then I'd be back pissed back over the bridge. Yeah, back <laughs> over the bridge. That'd be the worst, man. You go to a rink like now, you know, like 20, 30 minutes away and you forget something. You just, your whole body sinks. Oh, I know. You got to go tell the parents, oh, listen, I forgot a, a, an arm pad. Yeah. It's you not so bad it. in your later years when you can drive yourself. <laughs> you can drive back. Yeah. yeah. Coach, I'm out for a second. Uh, I was going to say, have you ever played lacrosse at Exhibition Park? Exhibition. Yeah. Yes. Yes. A couple of times, I think. I was saying like they should be get the turf out there. They back, can use uh, that for practice. Yeah. They used it. Um, I remember when I was in junior and they were like selecting like a founders team. I think that might've been. And yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, we used the floor out there for sure. And it was turf. It wasn't cement. Yeah. Yeah. That, that'd be, that'd be sweet. And then like, I don't know if there's any other place that would have turf around here. They have turf, but not in a rink. It was like, I was thinking of soccer Nova Scotia, but there's no boards. It's just, uh, uh, yeah, I guess. Well, in Elmsdale, they have that indoor soccer thing too. Yeah. But it's like a bubble. Like it's a yeah. yeah, a dome. Oh yeah, oh I, f- I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. They. Uh, I don't know if they have. They, it's a rink though. They use that for hockey too, don't I they? I think so. Yeah, but there's and then you go into uh, like there's um, a huge turf. Like it's all for soccer too. But they were playing some field lacrosse in there. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's one I never got into is field lacrosse. It's cold. Yeah, man. They play like around here. They play like well, I think it starts in September maybe. Oh yeah. Goes to like. November though I played it a little bit. It's uh, it's cold. It's definitely different, man. There's no shot clock. No, I th- so think you, you gotta like make a like attempt at the net after so long though. I I think so. It's, it's yeah, been it's such a long time since I've played. Different. Uh, it's a different game though, man. You get those the long poles. Yeah. Like six feet long sticks. It's fun though, you know. It's, you don't wear a lot of gear, so it's more freedom. You're all you can move a lot easier. I found. Those goalies are nuts, man. Goalies are nuts going in, I know, but there's never any shots from like a lot of outside. I'm not one to explain or talk about a lot, <laughs> lot of a lot of outside shooting. But the goalies wear like a helmet and yeah. like a stick. They have like a little chest protector that hangs under their chin. It's barely that. Yeah, it's, that's it. I was I was thinking about this the other night when I knew we were going to do this podcast today, and I was thinking about lacrosse and what it takes to be a good player. Yeah. And I was thinking about it kind of comes back to what we were just talking about how there's not really a lot of rinks it no. kind of comes down to your love for the game and, and doing it outside of the rink going to that wall going to calling up your buddy and playing pass because yeah it's not like hockey where you got a rink every 20 streets right you know you can play hockey you can get on the ice you can do whatever you want in order to become a better player but when it comes to lacrosse at least from my experience 
it, the only reason I became somewhat of a, a rele- relevant lacrosse player in these areas were because I was on a uh, I was on a wall every day. I was yeah. playing catch with Jasper or Burke every day. It, it, it was it was just up to me. Yeah, and that's a big culture I think in lacrosse. Because if if you go to Ontario, I'm sure that's still a thing. Oh, it's, yeah. it's just that there's more kids in lacrosse. That's why they have a better ratio, I think, of players, and they've played it for a lot longer than us. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, it kind of just comes down to you. If you want to be good at lacrosse, you can do it, but you just have to put in that extra work to go find a wall, to find a buddy, to go find that extra time to put in the work. Because yeah, yeah. no, you're not going to find it anywhere else you're not going to find it in a rink here in the winter because everyone's playing hockey yeah that was and my experience at least i remember um like you touched you said ontario and like just their commitment to lacrosse versus ours like i went to uh i went to ref uh like a nationals um i think it was like 2008 or nine but yeah. it was um iroquois park it was called and they had this this place it was like it was a six pad man so they had six uh rinks in there and uh, during hockey season, four of them were ice and two of them were for lacrosse all year round. No way. Yeah, man. Year round. Yeah. S- a six pad. Yeah. Yeah. It was legit, man. That's like, just money. Oh, yeah. It was it was legit. Like, you know, full canteens, like the Tim Hortons, like all that stuff. It was, yeah, it was legit. Was there turf or was it cement? It was cement. Yeah. Still. But they're, yeah, they're playing like, it's like minor lacrosse are playing in there. Like, it's not like, yeah. it'd be like the, like the BMO center. Um, Not much, yeah. not much attendance room. You yeah. know what I mean? But, uh, well, some, yeah, some of the hockey rinks had good stands, yeah. but, uh, the lacrosse one, you know, kind of like standing, you know, some of the pads in the, uh, in the BMO, there's not many, st- not many stands there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Ontario is another, have you ever been anywhere else to play any national tournaments? Uh, one of the BC ones. Yeah, no, I, uh, I played cause when I was coming up, like the kind of, Team Nova Scotia for Pee Wee, Bantam, Midget. Like, that was never... It wasn't a thing. Yeah. So, like, I got to junior, and uh, we... I made a founder's team my one year junior, but then we didn't end up sending a team. So, I just... uh, Yeah, like, my lacrosse, I kind of... During my later years in junior, I just kind of, like... Not, like, fell out of love with it, but, like, just other things were... You know, at that age, you kind of like doing different things or whatever. And just, um, and I kind of wasn't putting the time in that I was to lacrosse. Cause like when I was in Bantam and Midget, like I would always have my stick. Like I was like taking it to school, like, you Same. know, like throwing it off anything. And, you know, you get to junior and you got to, you know, decide kind of where you want to allocate your time. And lacrosse kind of fell away. So my, skill kind of deteriorated honestly yeah my last like my last couple years of junior um and then i never really never really played any uh any senior except for except for the one year but uh i don't even know where we were really going why were we we're talking about traveling with the cross oh yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and so the like well i guess yeah my last couple years of junior um never like we were sending teams to founders but i just uh kind of you just fell out of the love yeah i just like and i was still going to practice still playing the games it just uh like i guess i wasn't like doing the things with your stick like we just talked yeah, about yeah, away yeah. from away from the game so my experience like i kind of missed it on the lower level and then in the end of it i just was like you know I, i'll kind of go out of lacrosse and then i got involved with the refing side of it and coached a little bit after yeah. like i coached uh the junior a bandits team after i got finished playing with them i knew that for two seasons um yeah so we i finished up in 2010 and then i coached in 2011 and we won and then uh dartmouth kind of didn't have much success and now they're just dartmouth's killing in the junior a league well now like there's a team from nova scotia being represented everywhere now yeah i feel like every year there's a team going somewhere you know whether it's bantam peewee midget founders whatever it is yeah they send they send teams like at all levels like you know female too oh yeah so it's just like well that's good yeah i mean we're sending team nova scotia peewee bantam midget in female and Male. uh, male and then Hope, yeah well the junior privateers that's going to be our founders team that's the okay. that's the idea so every year you know you'll have it's junior age players who are on the junior privateers but still play for their kind of respective club teams okay and then uh yeah so that we'll we'll be having a team at founders hopefully every year and then they've been sending a team to the president's cup too which is like the senior b 
championship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the the privateers have been going like oh the Prague the pri- too. Privateers yeah. going to Prague. Yeah, so that yeah exactly. So that kind of core team. Yeah, they've been sending to the senior B championship as well too. I remember I was in Pee Wee maybe Bantam and we went to BC for a, a national tournament and it was my first ever experience looking at uh, Ontario kids, Iroquois, Alberta, Quebec, Ontario, yeah. and just seeing the the skill level that some of these kids have. You go into it not cocky but you're like oh you know i'm the best from nova scotia and you think that's a great thing and then you go play against these other guys who've been playing it since birth yeah and just smoked by ontario smoked not even just like out like i remember that iroquois game was i was terrified because it was the first time i ever played against one of those wooden sticks yeah and just the first slash on the arm you're just like i don't want to go anywhere near any of these guys no man at the end of the day these guys are kids we're i don't know 12 13 14 15 years old yeah but at the end of the day, it made you a better player because when we came back to Nova Scotia and played against our own competition... Oh, your confidence is, is super high. Super high. Yeah. And then that confidence kind of resonates with the other guys that didn't go. Now they want to become better. They want to... For sure. You know, they, they, you know, it was just funny how like the trickle effect happened and, I don't know, 15 years later, hockey or lacrosse, Nova Scotia. Yeah. It's very strong. Because you, uh, you went to Prague. Didn't you? I went to Prague once. That's an unreal tournament. Yeah, man. I uh, we had Luke Parker on here once. Yeah, and we were talking about it because he's been going for Coil too. Didn't Coil was on here as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he he went with to Prague with you. Yeah, we went together. We went the same year. Me me and him only went once that one year. And, okay. Uh, yeah, I've heard it's it's unbelievable. Like it's you, like you feel like town. a pro. Yeah, like this little town in Czech just like shuts down for this tournament, and like people are watching from like balconies and stuff. The whole town is just a lacrosse town. It's so it's odd. You you go to Europe and you know you think cheese and beer and European people and yeah. you know that, that culture. And then you you go on this train. You go down the street like ten stops. It's like a twenty minute drive from your hostel. You get out of this train station. You go down some stairs and you go up these stairs and you're in this town and it's it's kind of on the side of a hill. I don't know, maybe like a hundred homes in the town. It looks it's almost like a, a mini Park West, like where we are now. Right. And, in the dead center of the town, it's a beautiful lacrosse rink, beautiful turf, boards, stands, yeah, restaurant, bar, food, yeah, uh, uh, hospitality, yeah, and it's just the it's the oddest thing to see for the first time. Scoreboard, really, like replays. Wow! And you get there and you just feel like you're a pro, and kids are asking for your autograph, and and I, it's just it's an odd experience. But as soon as you settle in. You're just like, okay, let's have some fun. Yeah. Because right. at first you're in awe. You're like, what am I doing here? Okay. And then you play and you realize you can keep up with the competition because Nova Scotia's good at lacrosse. I mean, we got some great lacrosse players here. We were playing against some teams that were, you know, a couple NLL guys. I can't na- name the names. I'm sure yeah, other yeah. people could. Yeah. Um, but we're keeping up. Like, Oh, yeah. Like the talent here. Word. The only difference I think, like, has just been, like, even when I was growing up, like, there was players, like, playing here, like, that were – you know, good enough to play. I mean, yes. like Luke Parker was one guy that played. He he was kind of well. There was other guys kind of before him that played lacrosse, like for in college in the states. Um, but Luke went down. I think to like Long Island. Did he? Uh, I didn't yeah, know yeah. That. or yeah. maybe I did. He said that on the podcast. I think actually. Yeah, he. Uh, so that and I remember like you know being like, well, like you know, there's you can. It's just the it's the exposure, man. Like yeah. And so you got to go to these camps. You got to go like if you're from here. Well, not so much now, just because, you know, we have the Halifax, we got the Thunderbirds kind of putting lacrosse like on the map here. But um, you got to, back then, you had to expose yourself because nobody, like a scout from Ontario isn't going to, or wherever he's from, isn't going to come to Halifax to watch, you know, you play in your like Bantam, like whatever game because, and you don't even, you got one guy on the bench, like, you know what I mean? And so it's uh yeah you had to kind of expose yourself and and luke did a good job at that some other guys but now like a lot of the guys in the junior a league now are playing elsewhere all year round like playing collegiately um playing in the states or playing like leaving here to go explore kind of that's awesome other junior a or b opportunities ontario wherever it is i wanted to ask you this where did the pace play plays for philly yeah what, what, what's his route what's his story so he's uh he's a southwest guy okay and then uh he i believe 
he he goes to or went to Brock. I don't know if he graduated or if he's still going there, but played lacrosse there. Um, played for St. Catharines, I believe, in Ontario. Okay. And then uh, he was drafted, yeah, this year by the Wings. He just scored his first. Uh, I saw that NLL goal the other night. We shared yeah. it on our story. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah, saw that. So he's born here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you know him at all? I don't know. But we, got, I, we got to get him on the podcast. Yeah, I know. Like I know. Like obviously his story, just kind of being from from here. Yeah. Um. And then we had well Brian Huey. He was, we signed a, I think like a, I don't know if they call them PTOs in the NLL, but yeah. he played in that uh, scrimmage game. He's from, he's from here too, but okay. he ended up getting cut, but uh, he had a great, like that purple and orange game. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he scored in that game. You know, he looked good, but yeah. uh, so that's the thing. Like we're, you know, not only has an NLL team come here, but some guys from here are going to play in the NLL. So it's before, you know, kind of the Thunderbirds. So it's, that's a testament to it to like, you know, people keeping the grassroots thing going here because, yeah. you know, I ref the the younger leagues and, you know, like Eastern Shore has a good minor program. Like there's just pockets of Nova Scotia that are popping up with lacrosse that, you know, you wouldn't necessarily think back when we were playing. Like, yeah, it's a cool thing how it, it, it's kept tradition. Yeah. You know, like I think about back when I was younger, when you were younger and to where it is now. I don't feel like a pioneer, but like, I don't know. No, I yeah. feel like we, we, we helped it. We helped oh, yeah. Yeah, get definitely. to where it is definitely but i remember going to those games where it was like hum and ted mills and those junior games and yep. jody gorman yeah those games were packed at Spryfield. oh yeah packed yeah man some of the most exciting lacrosse i've ever when i you know because around here there's not the best lacrosse when you're younger when you go to watch that you're like holy shit what yeah. is this those games were yeah Spryfield was always, always you couldn't fun. get a, you couldn't get a seat some yeah. games no those were those were good games like i would have put that would have been kind of i played junior with the, like against those guys like jody gorman's yeah. brandon and, newton he'll be he'll be pissed if i didn't mention him brandon newton yeah was in those newts games. was yeah newts was a, a truck out there some games man he would just go through everyone but uh <laughs> he um yeah no the, those games at spryfield those were fun man um but the fans were there i think just because like if you know about lacrosse and like obviously you know more people are starting to know about it with with the team but um you know you you love it like it's just so fan engaging and, and it just goes oh. like those those games were packed because it was like good lacrosse but we what we thought and it's like like you said earlier like what we thought was good lacrosse and then you send our teams away and it's just like whoa this is this is good lacrosse like in ontario or, or bc or whatever but now like we hosted a founders cup right we we did well uh -huh. um i think uh like nova scotia is getting known as more of a lacrosse hot pocket and i think like it was starting to do that before kind of the thunderbirds hit. like i remember my first blog ever for for high button um i talked about all the things that ramped up kind of to the thunderbirds and then you know i mentioned them but it's been like it's been a long time coming and the the growth here has been like unbelievable and then you add the pro team on top of that and it's just like pouring you know yeah. gas on the fire yeah what's one more excuse me what's one more thing you're looking forward to about this year with the thunderbirds like what are you hoping to see happens uh well we said it the other night i'm like it would be cool to see like a playoff game obviously here yeah um we were trying to figure out the playoff format or i was i don't know if it's i think it's one game elimination or maybe in the like the first round but then the the finals is i gotta i gotta check that yeah 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 but um yeah see a playoff game um and doing kind of more stuff like we did like the two games ago the video like doing more stuff like that hopefully we can yeah. you know get some to maybe do kind of some stuff we're doing with the halifax hurricanes the other day like yeah we gotta get some content in with the boys we'll see it's tough because yeah. none of them live here right yeah it's like true. they're all out in ontario you almost got to get them like friday or saturday because like when they fly in or whatever well, didn't you say there's one game where they're here like on a they play sunday afternoon or like friday yeah they, they definitely play a friday game and i'm almost positive they play a sunday afternoon game too so maybe something like there maybe they, they fly in early because the thing is like if we do work with them it's i want to do it on the turf at scotia yeah, bank yeah. center like i don't yeah. want to do it no like, yeah like it just makes it cooler when you're at the actual rink on the turf. Doing like, it. It's like you got the basketball floor on there. You're like throwing the lacrosse ball. Yeah, around. exactly. <laughs> yeah. That looks stupid. It's just yeah. not, it won't work. No. By the way, though, like the the basketball video we did the other day, that was a great time. Yeah. Like yeah. The the team practiced. 
then the team went off and then me and Austin were just on the court playing for like 30 minutes and just waited for uh, Anton to come out so we could shoot the video for him and just playing basketball in the middle of Scotiabank Center for like 30 minutes. <laughs> just shooting around. Yes. That's unreal. It was a fun thing. And then I was just thinking, okay, if we can do this with the Thunderbirds, it'd be 20 times better. Yeah. That'd be we'll so try cool. to make it happen. To get the, like, you know, get out on the turf and I, I don't know what we could do. Like, well, I, I, like, I just want to uh, play Cody Jameson and like horse. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just, honest, like just something like that. Top right. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, let, let's get Hosack out there. You try to go one-on-one with him. I'll just, I'll, <laughs> like I'll the, just film. On the bench videos, he just dummies me, <laughs> throws yeah. me over his back. <laughs> But something we gotta, yeah. we'll figure something out. But no, those are the yeah. The video that we did was that was fun, like just doing more stuff yeah. like that, and then uh, obviously keep the winning streak going. That's hopefully uh, that's one five, thing too. Five and zero right now. Yeah, man. So come on. I don't think five and zero. I don't think. Well, I didn't see that coming. I saw a tweet from the NLL today. They said it's the first time a NLL team, not like a, a first year team, just NLL team in general. Yeah. Uh, has gone five and zero since the year two thousand like fourteen or something. It was two teams, Calgary and maybe it was Colorado. I forget the two teams, but wow. no other team has gone five and zero to start an NLL season. Yet alone, a team that's a first year franchise. Yeah, no, it's yeah they. Uh, but then you like, it is surprising. But then you look, it's it's not really because I like, I look down their roster and then you just start to see that like all these guys are unbelievable talents in their own right and then they're all kind of on the like you know hosack for example like two-time defensive player of the year in the nll cody jameson he's won the nll mvp has he yeah um they got ryan banesh he's like he's ninth all-time in nll goals and points so i mean there's guys like that are on this roster that you like kyle jackson for example he's one of the most like athletic lacrosse players I've seen, like he goes to the net so hard, man. Like, yeah. And uh, yeah, you got all these guys and in, in, in you're putting them together, not to mention like one of the best goalie performances to start a year. I mean, he's he, great. Yeah. So um, it is surprising, but it's, it's not really because if you look at the roster and, and kind of know lacrosse a little bit, you'd be like, ah, these guys, they're, they're putting it together well. Yeah. And they like, well, Austin Shanks, he hasn't played the last two games I've I have no idea why. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not that uh, big of a media journal yet. I guess <laughs> to, to ask that question. I'm not asking. Yeah, like why? Why Chanks not play? Yeah, well, it's it's an it's uh, I don't want to Janks anything, but it it just seems like a recipe for. Oh yeah. A great year. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, not it, to talk, not to say Vegas again. Like everyone's like all first year, kind of team, but. You know, something I don't know. It could be something with startup teams. I know, usually the narrative is the startup team they're gonna they're gonna suck. Right? Gonna but shit I mean, the bed. but I mean, Halifax just relocated, right? So they took a lot of good pieces from Rochester, um, and then the two expansion teams are kind of doing yeah. as expected. But then Halifax, you know, I don't think they expected them to like Rochester as the team last year. I think went six and twelve. Oh yeah. So. And they transferred to Halifax, and they're five and zero right now. So it's just it's funny how that works. But uh, they they added a few different pieces. But um, and then the two expansion teams, I think, are like one and four or one and five this year. I wonder if if it has anything to do with the excitement of just coming to a new city and seeing the fan base. Because you know when you you play when you play in front, of, I don't know how many, what like five thousand people there a game, maybe six thousand people a game. Like yeah, that's exciting coming to a new city, new fan base. Great team, good record so far. You're getting up for those games. Yeah. I like think, it, that extra boost of energy when you're in the fourth quarter and you're just huffing and puffing, like it'll it'll help you. Our fan base has been I think it's been been great. Like I think they've you know, far exceeded kind of what they thought. Yes. I, I think. They show up late, like at the first quarter, like during O Canada, it's like a little empty, but then after yeah, O Canada and the ball starts, it's like boom, where did everyone come from? Yeah, we were saying that too. Like it just fills up so quick yeah. it's just like it's like people are doing the anthems like if you think at like a moosehead game or something like during the anthem like you look around it's like you know oh it's juiced full, yeah right like people are in their seats for that like yeah. I, I find it's just like all of a sudden that place is full like at the, at the uh, for the thunderbirds like it's interesting yeah it is maybe i guess a big push is like the beer sales too so they could just be up in the beer garden up there chilling yeah but then again there's a lot of families there 
I don't know. It, who cares though? Yeah, people really are showing don't. up. People, people are showing are up exactly. Up. I don't care if you seven oh five. You know, whatever. <laughs> like five minutes late. Just just come and watch. Yeah, it's a great time. Anyone that hasn't seen a game yet, yeah. Hopefully, this conversation that we've just had will will pitch you, and you got to come out and see a game. And then, if you want to see Millsy and I, you just look at us up in the press box. You can zoom up on us on your iPhone or whatever you're using. <laughs> Probably um, see our computer screen or our computer it. screens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, coming up in an hour here. Do you want to say hi to anyone? Give anyone a shout out. You'll be back on again, so if you don't, you don't don't want to, you don't have to. But I know a couple people could be pissed off at you if you don't say their name. So it's happened before. Uh, no, not I don't <laughs> think so. But uh, all right, then. I know I you sure have me on, but uh, uh, maybe uh, I was gonna plug uh, Vets Canada quick. Go for it, plug away. Because uh, that's a uh, a foundation nonprofit organization that my mother and stepfather have started. Uh, well, not have started. It's been, uh, I think it's over 10 years now. But uh, they uh, seek and aid the homeless veterans in, in Canada. They're oh, yeah. a uh, uh, official service provider for Veterans Affairs Canada. So they've, uh, they, they do great work. And uh, yeah, just, just plug them real quick. Vets Canada. Give them a plug. Follow them on Twitter. Follow them on Twitter. And follow High Button. What are we on Twitter? We're the, the High, button, High button, on, button on Twitter. We couldn't get High Button Sports. Someone, someone, has else, it, I think. someone else took it on Twitter. Or no, you know what it is? It's too long. It's one... High button, high, button, high button sport. You, get, you drop the S. No, I, <laughs> it's fine. The high button, whatever. Yeah. All we right. Had, every, what? We had an, we're an hour already. Jeez. We're at fifty-six minutes. Time flies. What now. do you think it was? I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess that sounds right. Time flies when you're having fun. Well, that's. I always say this. <laughs> I'll say it again. But whenever I do these podcasts, like you said right before we started, you're like, "Do you got any notes or anything?" I'm like, yeah. "No, man. You just talk." Like. Notes, you don't enjoy the conversation. Yeah, I, don't people, I don't think people could tell that we didn't have notes. Oh, yeah, yeah. no. Like, <laughs> but, but, like, you know how I brought up uh, what I wanted to talk about a couple times, like, when I talked about, like, when you love lacrosse, you got to do it yourself. And, like, I'm thinking about what I'm going to say, like, the night before, or the day before, or the day oh, yeah. of. It's like, I'm thinking of it, but oh yeah, I don't know. If I write it down, then I just worry about the next question. When you just flow with the conversation, it just... It's better. And it flies by. Um, okay, we're out. Everyone listening, thank you very much for all the support. Check out the Thunderbirds. Check out the Halifax Thunderbirds. Check out lacrosse in general. Lacrosse in general. Check out High Button Sports. We're well, already here, so I guess you know about it. You don't have to check it out. Um, but yeah, that's it. Follow us on social media at High Button Sports. Sports on Instagram. And on Instagram, Jesus, you just want to do the outro for us? <laughs> <laughs> I believe I haven't done the podcast in a bit, so I think it's yeah, it's High Button Sports on it's Instagram. High Button Sports on everything except for Twitter. Twitter, just at the High Button. So once again, thank you very much for listening. We are out. We are out. Millsy, thanks for coming. No problem. Thanks for having me, buddy. All right, we're out. Peace. Might just turn around the 180 I ain't politic and I ain't kissing no baby She devil on my doorstep being so shady mm, Don't trip, we don't gotta let him in Don't trip hey, yeah. I let it go but I never go with it uh, Yeah, okay, cool as fall weather Fuck the bullshit, I'm here to make it all better With a little music for you I don't do enough for you without you, it's the color blue, oh, don't trip I was in the city, they was talking that shit Had the homies with me, all of a sudden they split We ain't even worried, we just laughing, that's rich You know how it goes, it ain't broke, don't fix Hey, one of these days we'll all get by Don't be afraid, don't fall Think I lost my mind Reality so hard to find When the devil trying to call your line Shit I always shine Even when the light dim No I ain't God but I'm feeling just like him Hold oh, on trip See I was in the whip riding me and my bitch We was listening to us No one else that's it That's the flesh just a bit Let me talk my shit Say my head got bit Yeah well this mad world made me crazy Might just turn around to 180 I ain't politic and I ain't kissing no babies Devil on my doorstep being so shady mm, Don't trip We don't gotta let him in Don't trip hey, yeah. I let it go but I never go with it. Uh-huh.
Jeezy Might just turn around, do 180 I ain't politic and I ain't kissing no baby She devil on my doorstep being so shady mm, Don't trip, we don't gotta let him in Don't trip, yeah, yeah I let it go, but I never go with it mm. Don't be afraid, don't fall 